Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Vibe with Kai podcast. It's your boy, Kai. Before you watch uh, today's episode uh, regarding Marvel and the state of the uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe as it stands right now, and we give all of our opinions, I, I want to add this disclaimer. Uh, this uh, interview and, and panel was filmed before uh, the news came out about um, the allegations surrounding Jonathan Majors and uh, everything regarding that situation. There's a lot of information out there, and I want to make sure that we're as respectful to the situation and to the people involved as possible. So um, we did edit out uh, a lot of different things surrounding uh, Jonathan Majors um, and, and his performance within the MCU out of respect for the situation that is uh, happening right now. Uh, but once again, please know that we don't talk about that situation in this episode because this was filmed and recorded before the news of that came out. So want to make wanted to make sure I threw that out there before you started watching and we're asking questions. And uh, just know that we appreciate you uh, watching and hanging out with us at this time. So with that said, my friends, enjoy the show. Hello, Vibers, and welcome to the Vibe with Kai podcast. It's your boy, Kai. Today, after a very, 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 very long hiatus, I have brought back this panel of comic book experts and enthusiasts to nerd out with me on the podcast. Today, we're talking all about the current state of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think I think we might have some thoughts. I think we might have a couple thoughts of what's going on, how we feel about it in the MCU. Um, are we still excited for it? Are people tired of it? Is there fatigue? Are we being impatient? Is it going well? We're going to talk about all of those things today. But uh, before we introduce our panel, don't forget that if you are a fan of this podcast, you can get even more exclusive contents on the Vibe with Kai Patreon, especially if you're having insightful, if you're into having insightful discussions surrounding mental health, good vibes, positive energy, simply click the link in the description of this podcast and subscribe to the Vibe with Kai Patreon for only $1 a month. For $1 a month, you get exclusive, ac exclusive access to my interviews with mental health professionals and popular influencers from around the world. Plus a sneak peek behind the scenes look at my life. I post stuff on there that I don't post anywhere else. So make sure that you used to, uh, subscribe today. So with that said, my friends, enough about all my nonsense. Uh, let's introduce our panel today. Uh, our panel of experts are, are sexy, sexy. Uh, it's like no non-sexy people are, are allowed. It's all sexy people only. Uh, first and foremost, uh, to my, I guess this would be my left uh, or your right. I don't know what what everybody's uh, thing is, but we have Jackie Beltran. Hi. Oh! So good to be here. It's been so long. It I love chatting so with long. you guys. I, it's been way, way, way too long. And then we also have Michael Anthony Cray. Hello. <laughs> biggest Missed fan you of you guys. Miss you guys. It's nice. It's nice to have the family back together. Yes. Oh. Yes. And for those of you that are watching or listening that are not uh, uh, familiar with Michael Anthony Cray, he is the biggest DC Universe fan in the Massive. history of and like movies <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i love it i love it happened. sorry something happened sorry about that <laughs> oh it's so funny uh then we also have jonathan 
Polanco, Jonathan V. Polanco. Hello. Yes. Yeah. I love the hair. I love. Thank you. Thank you. It's it's just a bit of chapstick. Instantly warmer in here. Instantly warmer. (laughs) (laughs) Though I have to say, I have to say, in in the past, you would always come in with like makeup themed to whatever we were talking about. Yeah, a look, a look. I was ready for. I I mean, you're still serving. You're still serving, but. I was trying to go a little bit more butch today uh, for the next one. This is my incentivization so that we do another one. That's what I'll have to look. I got to keep them wanting. You got to keep them on their toes. You work with that SAT card. Go ahead. Have an all-natural look. We love Thank it. Thank you. I know. I all natural today. I like to say his skin is his skin is always yeah, skin, so perfect. Was, his skin is very hydrated and popping. I was gonna say so she moisturizes. Still giving, she needs to stay young. <laughs> giving. I love love it. It. That's it. And then, uh, last and certainly not least, the the uh, recording artist superstar, yeah, himself, Jared Million. Hi. Hi. This is my favorite thing I do. So I'm very happy to be. This is the most fun I've ever had in my life. So I'm very happy to be now, back. Let's. I just want to quickly plug you because you you have a whole ass album that people can buy and listen to you sing, and it's and it's quite oh, yeah. good. This is yeah, like, I, I do have. I have an EP um, called "Only for Tonight" that came out last year. I'm actually like very in the throes of my of my first like real full length album. It's like eleven songs. We just like finished a bunch of it. it has like features on it and everything. It's very surreal. So that's gonna come out. Well like, that's later. weird. Did any of you get an invite to be a feature on the album? That's so <laughs> don't do this to yourself. It don't must do have this to yourself. So I just changed yourself. my emails. Don't so... do it to yourself. Don't do it. Okay. That's what he, that's how he wants to pop it off. So <laughs> what's funny I is that I think that you actually invite. did I think I you actually did invite me to invite. something and I couldn't do it. So you see, set himself up. Been here two I did. minutes. He's I did. Back. As soon as Garrett I said it, arguments. as soon as I said it, I realized like you and I totally had a conversation not too long Girl. ago where you invited me to something and I couldn't do it. I know. And it's like, you know, the one text message you write back to, you can't be there. So then it's like, <laughs> now you're like, oh, did, he's trying to play y'all out. Did anyone, I thought that was the setup. Did anyone else get an invite? I got an invite, but Kyrus is Oh, <laughs> no, no, I'm not like that. I'm not that bad. But oh yeah, super gosh. cool. I do like we have lots of music coming out. Um, unfortunately, none of it is about Marvel though. So, because I wish I had Where's some Marvel. Where's the Scarlet Witch song? I want the I know, Scarlet right? Witch song. Wow. I would. I should do like a comic book themed album for like kids or something. Like one of <laughs> where it's like you could get it in like Borders or Barnes and Noble. Like <laughs> yes. it comes with like a tape. It's like every. <laughs> I sing, I just, but they, I want to be famous enough, like with a recording album, that I, like I just have it in like a Starbucks, like it's just like sold yeah. in a Starbucks. I don't have, I don't, need, well, I don't need to be any more famous than that. That's it. I just want to be able to not have to have a real job. I just want Jared Piconi to be able to go back in the box. I just want to be able to be Jared Million all the time. That's that's the goal. Whatever I have to do to do that. I love it. I love it. Uh, well, everybody, you can go get uh, Jared's album. I'm, I'll, I'll make sure that I include a link to that, uh, to how people can listen uh, in the in the description after this. So, all right, my friends, let's let's dive right into this because we have a we have a lot to talk about here because a lot has happened in the Marvel Cinematic Universe since we've last chatted. So, first and foremost, I just want to get your general thoughts on the current state of the MCU. So, Jonathan, I will start with you. Current state of the MCU, how are we feeling? Are we are we still excited? Are we tired of it? Like what, what are your thoughts? Um, I I am still firmly like a big fan. I definitely think it has tripped up a little bit more. Um, but I think that it's definitely pushing forward to something. 
It's just we 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 as the audience have all these ideas in our head and they're introducing a lot of world building. It's not just like, oh, here's a new character, here's a new character. No, here's a whole new universe with its mm -hmm. own laws and its own ways of doing things. We have to just kind of trust the process and trust that it's going somewhere. And I think at bottom, as much as things are maybe convoluted or not as as tight as they used to be, I, I definitely think that it's still entertaining. I still am in love with the characters that they're introducing. I'm still finding myself being emotionally touched by things that are going on. I'm laughing, I'm crying, I'm I'm gasping, yeah. you know, and I, I'm just, I'm personally enjoying it. I understand why people get are a little bit fatigued by it because of the DCEU saturated market <laughs> with the trash. I'm so sorry. I'm coming for it. But you know, it's, it's funny. I'm glad that you said that because like I kind of feel a little similar because like leading up to like through the uh, end game from like let's just say Iron Man to end game, we had to wait a long time. Five years. Like for all of that. I think mm -hmm. it was 10. Oh, from Iron Man. I, I you were yeah, saying, from, yeah, from yeah, Iron Man to Endgame, I believe was yeah. like a little over 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we had to wait a lot. Now, now, I mean, we also didn't have nearly as much content as mm -hmm. we do now. Because I, I think I saw stat, like Marvel has released more content in the last like two, three years mm -hmm. than like the 10 years combined. <laughs> Pretty I was going to say the they released, I think, seven or eight projects over yeah, the course of two years. It's been years, a lot. Which eight projects we had over the course of like six years right previously. exactly so jackie what about you what are your thoughts current state of the mcu um i'm always going to give marvel my money um it's just <laughs> but i'm i'm like the prime audience i feel like because i'm like a fan and i'm still actively reading comics and all that good stuff um i mean my main concern is that how long can we push for because mm. the general audience the people who aren't super interested are also paying into it right now mm -hmm. and how long can we keep them um i also want dcu eu to succeed i love the animated movies and um I feel like they should just. You see Mike rolling his eyes right now, by the way. What happened? <laughs> you see Mike rolling his eyes after you said that. <laughs> no. I'm trying my best movies. to. They I'm... just need to put it in live action. If they ever succeed, I don't want you clapping at all, Michael. I don't want you enjoying it. I don't want to no. see a smile. <laughs> no, I'm I'm owning this from start to finish, Jackie. So. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, Mike, Michael, I'll, I'll turn it over to you. What are your thoughts? And you're, you're, you, you, you and I used to go uh, watch these Marvel movies together before you moved away to another uh, universe. Um, to <laughs> you moved to the yeah, to, I. The, yeah, and a, I miss and I miss an area that. that's not by me, and so I took that I took that personally. I I miss <laughs> that very much. That that was one of the highlights of my year was was always doing that with you. Um, but I feel like they they really took advantage and they struck while the iron was hot when when Endgame and, and the multiverse or excuse me the um the Infinity Saga uh kind of came to fruition came to culmination there uh and I think they did kind of they they did kind of take it in a direction of maybe a little bit more quantity over quality for a mm -hmm. for a period of time there I'm just like Jackie. I'm 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 diehard. You know, I'm always going to be um, paying very close attention to all the content, but I do feel like it kind of got a little bit diluted there. I think we talked about that in other in other panels when this when all of this first started with um, the Disney Plus series. Uh, there, I think they realized that they there might be a little bit of a drop yeah, off. Yeah, and we're going to talk about the, that too. Yeah, because like yeah. that's that's we could we can tell because they're like I mean we can even after we go to Jared like I'll bring that up next. There's been like 
a lot of the things that have been delayed now for I yes. in my opinion I think that very reason so that that's a very good point Jared what are your thoughts unmute myself um <laughs> so obviously like i'm the same as everyone else i'm gonna keep supporting marvel i love marvel um i think like i'm not exhausted with the content i'm really not i'm exhausted with like i think the fan base has changed a little bit and i mm. think there's like a lot of people you know i say this all the time and i wasn't even going to mention it but i think it's important to always bring up that like marvel has always been like this like definition of like forward thinking or woke as they would say and i think that <clears throat> the original movies like maybe weren't as kind of in your face as maybe they are now but I think like what I'm exhausted more with is like this idea that like Marvel is playing into some sort of like social commentary by making women mm. more prominent featuring LGBTQ people that's exhausting to me and it almost is like a trigger when I see a new movie coming out because I'm like oh how cool there's an LGBTQ person or there's a woman lead and I'm like I know we're gonna hear that they're doing this just for like, it just, once again, and I hate being like uh, somebody that gatekeeps, but it's always like, tell me you don't read, you've never read a comic without yes. telling me in those moments. So I'm not exhausted. I'm, I, I, I like that. I think that, uh, I, I've said this to Kairos offline where I think that what's interesting to me is I feel like we've changed as a society when we're like appreciating these things and we're receiving them. And I think there are things that happen in the MCU now that are highly, highly criticized that if they happened in that first run, nobody would say anything. Yeah, so oh, I yeah. think it's, 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 I'm sorry, go ahead. You can finish. I'm no, sorry. but that's really like, yeah, like I think that we're, I think we're going, I could easily say that there is not one project that's come out since Endgame that I could say I didn't like. There are yes. moments in things that I didn't like, but there's nothing in its entirety that I didn't like. And I would say <laughs> that, I, I, I think there's, there's one for me. Don't say yes. I'm Don't say, say yes. It. I'm Don't say say yes, it. Kyrus. Don't gonna, say there yes is because one I know you. I know there's one thing that you don't like. So because it was a terrible movie, it was not we're, a terrible we're movie. Love and Thunder. It was not a terrible movie. Was an awful movie. That was no. one so. Of, I don't think one of the worst movies. I don't in that tell movie. him, Jared. I don't think it was an awful movie. I think it had awful moments. One hundred percent. Like then, that's kind of like, a lot of them. To the grander point, I think ninety like, minutes of awful moments. <laughs> I think that there. I didn't hate it as much as like you hated it but I don't I like I've watched it again you know what I mean I've, I've rewatched it and I don't I think that's a perfect example of what I was just saying because I don't necessarily think that Thor Love and Thunder would not have received the criticism it got no matter when it was released I think that that's when it, that kind of defies what I was just saying but I do think that it's like this idea of meeting expectations where we have like the control over something and we want something to go a certain way the funny Thor, the silly Thor, that received a well a good response. So we kind of kept going in that direction, which yeah. I understand. You know what I mean? Right, right. It's and, also and... hard to follow up Thor Ragnarok because that's like one of the best films in the. That DC. was great. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Film, so, and like you, now you have to follow one of the best films in a twenty-three film like canon. Yeah, like, I agree. Good luck. I agree. <laughs> Can I ask you a question, Kyrus? Yeah, of course. Do you think there were do you think there were any films uh, that were more polarizing in phase four or, or in the entire MCU thus far than multiverse and Thor four? Because I really just I really disliked multiverse. Right. You really liked disliked Thor. Right. I don't think we've ever been as fractured 
Yes, and as we I'm have glad you been brought that up recently, I'm glad you brought Let's that up. Open I, this I feel like that, <laughs> yes, because I feel like what happened within this group when those movies came out is a general view on what happened in the world with with these views, right? Because like I thought that like I remember after I I, I remember I think I was on the phone with Jared when I call I called you after Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, right I was, after. You I was were like, like still in the I love yeah. this movie. Like yeah. I thought it was great. And then once the reviews came out, I was like, did we watch the same movie? Right? And so and so uh when Michael was like, eh, I was like, what? And, but, but then even I, I Michael like that like But it's, so even Michael liked it. the movie. Michael liked the movie. He didn't he and don't take this the wrong way, Michael, cuz we fought <laughs> tooth and nail about this. Just like I was saying earlier, the expectations of the character didn't go the way Michael thought they were going to go. That's part of what you're talking about. Yeah, right. and Michael's intelligent enough to say, I, I get why you liked it. This is yeah. what I thought. You have yeah. a larger fan base that sees something like that and they're like, it's a trash movie. And it's like, right. no, none of the characters, as much as I love Wanda, none of the characters in this film are one, dim- in, these, in this series are one dimensional. They all have different places they're going to go. We've all seen series outside of Marvel that were like, Oh, I wish my favorite character didn't do that. You know what I mean? Sure. sure. I wish. I also I, feel like a lot of people don't have the benefit of of having what we have. Yeah. I learned uh, after after I was very much on the Kyrus train of after multiverse the way that he was after Thor because he kept on saying and he says this a lot, but he said it specifically after Thor. I really disliked it, and the more I think about it, the more I dislike it. Yes, that is like classic. Kairos, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's how I felt after <laughs> Multiverse until I had very in-depth conversations with one, Jared, and two, Jackie. Two, two, two folks in this panel who know more about the characters than any anybody else that I know because of the comic book history, because of, and, and so there was a lot of education and that helped me for sure. Right. So that's right. that I don't feel like a lot of people have that. And I think that's probably why there's so there's a, a lot of um, a, a lot of different differing opinions and some really strong differing of opinions right. amongst the general fan base. And that's what makes this group great because we all come from like different sides. Cause like y'all know me, I come from like the, like just movie buff, like, general public is the general public gonna like this kind of kind of viewpoint right uh where i know uh, like jared jonathan jackie you all three of you have like a, a more thorough background in in regards to like the actual like physical comics that that come out so it's always great like as michael was alluding to to to, to get that insight that i would not have even thought about and it started to interest me so like now i'm like okay i want to learn more about the like the physical comic uh side of things and now with that being said all of this being said do you think and jackie i'll start with you on this do you think that the mcu will ever 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 top the infinity saga like with the the big buildup that it had you know culminating with infinity war and endgame that was like peak like we are lucky to be alive kind of thing like during this type of thing right that's peak stuff right there do you think that the mcu will ever ever come anywhere close to what life was like like remember what the world was like between after infinity war between infinity war and endgame remember that whole year what the world was like holy cow do you think we'll ever get back to that point jackie 
Uh, you're right. It was a great time to be alive. I mean, it's really tough to say because right now what I what I think the most exciting moments that are happening in the Marvel universe right now is when we get little bits where they are trying to keep the genre from being saturated. Mm. Like uh, say what you will about Multiverse of Madness, but we had really, really cool steps into horror there. Oh um, yeah, mm-hmm. and you can see with um with Thor, they're really trying to, or Thor and um, most importantly Guardians of the Galaxy, we're seeing comedy being woven into um the stories. Um, but my fear is that we're coming down predominantly to a formula. And I've already heard that from people who are extremely fatigued. Um, I've heard one person say, well, it's the same thing and over and over again. Now, mind you, I definitely debated against that. I was just like, absolutely not. I was just like, Jessica Jones is 100% a rape victim. Um, Mm. You know, Iron Man, it has PTSD. Mm -hmm. Um, At the soul of these characters, is extreme vulnerability, but they were represented represented so powerfully that it really speaks into the heart of these marginalized people or these people who are really struggling through horrible things. It's really, really empowering to see these horrible things happen to people and they're so powerful that you are just like, oh, it takes your heart away. So but you're saying I'm- there's been more depth like like the, the beauty of it is the is how, how deep it is uh, yes, in comparison to what we and- have before the depth and the push to try to keep it from saturating, but I think it will get saturated eventually. Hot take, I think the future, way decades down the line, will probably be be the non-superhero centered comic book, like Fable and um, Saga and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But we'll have to just see later down the line. Right, right. Jonathan, what about you? Do you think that we'll ever get to that peak again? Yes, I do. However, do I think it will be received as glowingly as the Infinity Saga? Unfortunately Mm. not. The biggest reason is back to the point that Jared made, especially in our society. Unfortunately, hey friends, it's 2023 right now, but a lot of people wish that it wasn't. They wish it was 50, 60, 70 years ago and that Mm -hmm. things were not pushing forward and not advancing culturally. one of the stories that I think they're probably leading towards, uh, I've heard like rumors about it, but nothing's been confirmed. I think that they're leading to the Children's Crusade. You know, like that's now, why- what is that? For those of us that have no idea what that means, what is, what is the Children's Crusade? So basically Wanda loses her mind. Mm-hmm. She goes off in hiding and they have to send the Young Avengers to search for her. You know, I mean, there's other story, there's other things that are going on there, but that's kind of like the base layer of what's happening. And- if anything, the ending of Multiverse of Madness perfectly sets that up. And now 1,000%. They're Agatha, 1,000%. And they're doing Agatha Coven of Chaos. They're bringing in Billy Kaplan. They're bringing in her son. They're bringing in, they have, we've already been introduced to every other young Avenger except for Hulkling, which is supposed to be uh, Billy's other, like, Well, half. Secret Invasion so. will probably get Hulkling, and either Secret Invasion or one of those Kree things will probably get Hulkling. Exactly, or Captain the Marvels or something, you know? Right, right. Um, so I, I think it's leading to that way. But again, that's a story predominantly with LGBTQ plus casts all over the place and female feminine leads. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's the future of the MCU. I'm sorry, the Miss Marvel series is on par with WandaVision for me. What? You know, all, all of these, all of the best stuff that has come out 
to me in phase five has been where they've introduced the female protagonists or the the LGBTQ plus protagonists and and they and they've tried to like push it towards that narrative, you know, mm -hmm. and I think that that is going to be the saving grace of the MCU, but unfortunately, I think that's the double-edged sword of that, right. is it's a saving grace for storytelling, character building, world building, all this stuff, but also audience perspective, there's going to be a gigantic group of people right. that are gonna hate it just because they don't see themselves in the lead. Right, they'll, they'll, view it, they'll view it as, oh, you know, like Marvel and Disney has gone woke. And I, like, I always laugh at that, exactly. at that like mindset, because it's like, it's inclusion. Like, it's yeah. not always going to be, you know, cis like, unfortunately, the here's day. the tea. I love the Infinity Saga, but who were the big three? Three straight white men. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's wildly, there's mm -hmm. so many um, video essays on this, but the mm -hmm. Marvel MCU is wildly capitalist. It's wildly. 100%. <laughs> yes, they're mm -hmm. inclusive, but like they're they're literally telling the stories of your precious capitalism that you <laughs> vouch for every day. So, <laughs> so do, do I think that it, it has a, a gr bright future? I do. I just think that less and less people are going to want to enjoy it because of whatever sociopolitical right. fight that they want to be involved in. They don't want to remove themselves enough to say, I'm watching a superhero movie and just enjoy right. it. I do think that it can get to that height. It's just people need to manage a lot of what they believe mm -hmm. going into this. It shouldn't be a political com commentary mm -hmm. when you're watching a superhero movie. If it comes out that way and it's for the betterment of our mm -hmm. society, I'm here for it. Absolutely. But if you're turning the fact that Shuri becomes the Black Panther into a political statement because we're woke, again, as Jared said, tell me you haven't read a comic without telling me you haven't read a comic. Right, right. But also- if, it, But if that makes me woke, know, if that makes me woke, the then person. guess what? Yeah. I'm awake. Woke any woke, woke, right. woke. Right. Okay. Good morning, everybody. I'm awake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jared, do you Roll think- tide, guys. We're right. <laughs> Jared, do you think that we'll ever reach that point uh, that we were at uh, for Endgame and Infinity War? Yeah, I, I don't think that, so I think that the thing about like, and so like millennials and like millennial adjacent people are like addicted to nostalgia. We love it. We love a reboot. We love like a refresh. We love anything like that. So simply, I think that like what was cool about the Infinity Saga was no film, not, not comic books, not anything, not even regular, like, you know, artistic film. No one had done that. It's it, it was like unheard of. I remember like mm -hmm. when the X-Men movies and the Spider-Man movies were kind of coming out at the same time, my dad made a joke and he's like, so like, where are the X-Men? Like when this mm -hmm. is happening to New York City, like with Spider-Man and in my mind that we never thought that was going to be possible. So it's like anything like that is, is going to be exciting. I think that unfortunately for, you know, the kind of like the success of it all, that's one of those things that's like lightning in a bottle because it was just never done in any franchise, not just Marvel, but with those two things happening, I think it's exciting to see all these like worlds kind of come together. Mm -hmm. So do I think that they will top that? Absolutely. Do I think that we'll get to that height? Absolutely. I don't think that it will be as, as exciting and as new as the maybe non-Marvel, not just comic books, but maybe just regular moviegoer fans appreciated it. But I think like to everybody else's point, it's really for me like, you know, all roads lead back to Beyonce. And I think that like, you know, Beyonce made a certain type of music for the first half of her career. And then there was like a huge shift in like the music that she was making. And 
you know, there was like this really funny SNL skit where like all of these white people like realized Beyonce was black. And yes, it's like, I remember that. Thing. And I, I mean, I, it's funny, but it applies here where I think that like what maybe everybody doesn't understand is like in 2008, we were not an audience that could see a gay superhero or a female mm-hmm. leading a movie. So they, the powers that be are like, let's give this to them light. And then as we're like filling it in, it's frustrating to me because it's almost like this like weird backwards appropriation, which is like not the best word to use, of, but of like of like a fan culture, because it's like it's so difficult to argue with someone when and when they're saying something like, oh, well, like, you know, there shouldn't be a Lady Thor or to like what Jonathan was saying, like the Shuri thing, because it's like I don't even want to argue with you because what you're really just saying yes. is like, you don't think women should be strong. You don't yes. think LGBTQ people they're should telling be on themselves. They're, yeah, they're, so they're it's telling like, on themselves, you know. You don't. It's like you don't care that there's like a female Black Panther. You just only want what the way that it looks to you. Because I say this, and I'll say it publicly. I'll say it privately. Men do not, not all men, but there are a lot of men that don't like the idea of a young girl. It's just like with gay people, where they don't like the idea of a young girl seeing a woman in power, because mm-hmm. immediately that plants a seed in that person's mind. Where no we're not going to be a superhero, but you don't know. A little girl could watch Captain Marvel and be like, wow, I can do anything. Just like right. a gay person can see somebody in the Eternals and be like, I could do this. Representation matters not for you all to be like inundated with mm-hmm. wokeness, if, if for lack of a better word, but because when we as gay people in marginalized communities grow up, we are not fed representation. We don't see pathway yeah. where we can go. Right. So this is just opening up people's it's for not even just little kids it's for anyone that's in a marginalized community to see themselves represented yes and what's frustrating is the response makes it seem like it's woke and it's like i always talk about comic books because i've been represented in comic books forever like you know what i mean black women have been represented in comic books forever black men queer people like jewish it's people. not like it's nothing new but people no just don't, so like, it's just, exhausting like, yeah it, it's it exhausting. Really exhausting and and i'm glad you brought up the the <clears throat> fan culture in general because i think that one of the most annoying things are uh not just the people that don't know the comics but the people that do know the comics that are just part of this like fan base like it's not just marvel like it happens with dc and star star wars star trek like it happens like this, this fan culture can be so um to- toxic uh, and and masculine and it's like really frustrating to to listen yeah. to some of these uh these these thoughts sometimes uh michael you named your son out like inspired by <laughs> you know a a a, a marvel avenger um, so I know for a fact <laughs> that the Infinity Saga me- meant a lot to you personally, right? So yeah. with that being said, will we ever hit that point again that we were at, at, at Infinity War and Endgame? You know, I'm going to I'm gonna always roll with, with Lord Kevin. Um, and so I, I, put a lot of, I put a lot of trust in him. I put a lot of trust in what the studio is doing. I love I, how we I talk. Think... We always talk about him like he's Jesus. Like, yeah. I love it. No, <laughs> I mean, he's the reason I... we're all friends. Yeah, we're sure. all here. True. Um, I, think that, I think that all the pieces are in, are, are in place to do that. I think that there, it, there is a very good chance that it could reach those heights again. 
I think that they're being very careful. I think at first it was it was a lot of content, hot and heavy, and I think now they're starting to pull back and rein in and start to really be very thoughtful about about how they're approaching it. But I I can't I can't say anything any better than what Jackie and John and and Jared said about about the content the the fact that it's always been there mm. the fact that it's been it's um we've we've had it for so long however it now it's starting to become a little bit more mainstream and it's and it's in everybody's it's in everybody's wheelhouse right now and so for some reason that's that is thought provoking and 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 divisive but it shouldn't be it yeah. shouldn't be at all and I think the re I don't know why the fans of the films and the fans of the MCU don't realize that all the source material is so much older than the films yeah. and it's mm -hmm. been around for so long mm -hmm. and, and quick queer characters and um, they, they've, they've been there. The, the content is all there. So mm -hmm. why is it a, why is it a problem for it to be in the films now and to be in the universe now um, because, because people are tied Jared's in with like the, the, these political things that are happening right now. Yeah. Like they think yeah. that all of this is happening as a result of like, uh, they're trying to take our guns away. You know, like they're like, they're, they're and not it's so like, short sighted. It's yeah. so short sighted. Mm -hmm. That's and really, to me, that's what I, that's what I see. It's the, it's the short sightedness of it all. It's mm -hmm. crazy to think not to like jump in, but it's crazy to think that something as successful as the, as the MCU would have to pander to anyone. Yes. So that idea in and of itself is ridiculous. And mm -hmm. I'm going to forget this if I don't say it, but like, I think using the infinity saga is a great example because any of you, if you've read it, like, it is not the same as the films. It is mm -hmm. very different. It's off the wall, like weird stuff happens. Like Thanos is a very weird character. I mean, he's still, it's weird. And it's His one motivations of those... in the comic are different too, like way different, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. And mm -hmm. it, they are different. And like, there's also stuff that you can do in comics that would look so stupid in movies. Like there's extra stones, a bunch of stuff. My point being though, like we don't even need, and Jack, I don't know if you agree, I don't need these stories to be exactly as they were. What I like is that even with these new marginalized characters, we're honoring the essence of the character. I'm mm. not looking at someone like, like to use Wanda and to attack Michael. It's one of those things where it's like, the reason that it made, you know, Jackie and I would talk all the time about WandaVision and we're like, all right, so when are we getting like villain Wanda? Because the essence of Wanda is mental illness. The essence of yes. Wanda is this, the idea that someone's actions are interpreted as villainous, but when you're watching a character, you believe in them. It's like this person is struggling and we are watching them struggle. And yes, they're fantastically powerful, but we're watching it happen. Multiverse of Madness doesn't happen by the book anywhere in the comics. Like we don't have really anything like that, this whole, but it is true to this character's story. So mm -hmm. I'm going to digest it and appreciate it. So it's weird to me because it's like these, you have these like fanboys that are, you know, which we've talked enough about these woke, the woke hater, crazy, like white boys. But then it's also, like you said, these gatekeeping comic fans that I think sometimes they make it even more difficult yes. because it's like, they're lying to themselves. They're like, oh, well, this doesn't follow that. And it, I'm like, there's not a single MCU, like, single story in the, in the MCU that you could translate to a comic exactly, not a single yeah. one. 
in, and and uh, Jackie, I want you to respond to that. And I, I, I there's there's something I want to bring up uh, about The Last of Us and how they approach uh, adapting that uh, as well. So Jackie, I want you uh, to respond to what Jared was just saying. Yeah, no. Um, first of all, like that story arc is so 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 important, and um, it, there's really there's nothing that I remember ever being parallel to it being nothing on mental illness and and the thing is too is that everybody recognizes that she's hurting and they just mm -hmm. are powerless to stop it and that can resonate with so many people like, right. not you also like the same thing it's like you can't help them um so yeah now um the thought that it's, it's gone back for years, right? The thought that comic book movies are not thought evoking as we as a society are constantly arguing after just about every Marvel <laughs> property. <laughs> like there's always a heated debate between yeah. people just like, oh, it's too woke. Oh, it's doing this. And you're, you're literally having thoughts. It's literally opening discussions in society, which, which is why like old comic books hold so much value because they literally are pop culture. They are paper documents of thoughts and um, feelings of the time period. So, mm. I mean, I yeah. don't understand the woke, the, the woke negativity around comic books, not at right. all. Right. And now we, a lot, since the last time that we spoke, a lot of TV shows and movies have come out. So what I want to do, I'm going to go through each movie and TV show. And uh, what I want from you, I just want you to give uh, a number rating, zero being ugh, and 10 being yay, okay? Um, for, for each one that I go through, we're going to start with the movies. Uh, we're going to start with Black Widow. So Michael, scale of zero to 10, Black Widow. What, what, are your, what is your rating? Four. Four. Jonathan? Smash. <laughs> <laughs> I Jared. thought you were doing Smasher Pass. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so I'm. We actually, no, I actually kind of like that better. I, th I think, I, I think, Smasher I think pass? we do Smasher Pass better. So, okay. so Michael, ah. so Michael, Black Widow, and by Smasher Pass, we're talking like whether we liked it or not, not whether we would have sexual intercourse with characters, even though that might that might play a factor. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't leave anybody out. Don't leave anybody <laughs> out. If you want to do that, right? Also. You do you, uh, yeah. Michael. Uh, Black Widow, Smasher Pass. Yes. Pass, Jonathan. Uh. Smash. <laughs> Jared. Smash. 100%. Jackie. Pass. It's a pass for me, too. It's a pass for me. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Michael. Oh, smash. Mm -hmm. Jonathan. Smash. <laughs> Jared. Smash. Yeah, Jackie. Oh, necessary. Smash. Yes, double, double smash for me. Um, okay, here we go. This is Now we're going to start to get a little... because uh, Okay, here we go. Eternals, Michael, smash or pass? Smash. Mm -hmm. Jonathan? Smash. Smash. <laughs> Jared? It, smash or pass makes it harder. The numbers are like, easier. Uh, so I, I'm going to say smash. I'm going to mm -hmm. say smash. Yeah, Jackie. I'm so interested in that because I know that Jared read comic books. I say pass. I think it was a missed opportunity. Mm -hmm. I, can uh, I have one asterisk? I promise it'll be less than 10 seconds. Okay. <laughs> if we were talking about, if we were, if we were, I agree. The reason I think it's a smash is I think it's smart for the films and the direction that it's going. I do 100% agree with you that it is of every property, wild, complete, they wrote, they might as well made a new team. Completely agree. But as far as like, I think for the MCU and the direction it's going, I give it a smash. If we're doing mm -hmm. 
does this make sense with anything that's ever been written? Pass, 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 pass. But definitely smash for the vibes. I, I, it's a smash for me. I, I love that movie. I think it, I was one of the very few people that actually like really, really loved that movie. Like a lot. I loved it. I loved, yeah. it, too. I loved it too. I loved it. Yeah. I think it would have been better as a series, as we've discussed. But I, I did I, love it. I don't too. think it deserved the criticism that it got. None. Uh, no, like, I don't. I, I don't think, think it deserved that. I think specifically the the third act was was beautiful. I thought the yeah. third act was fantastic. Wonderful. If you rewatch that movie and you are not complete, you could watch it on mute and appreciate that it's an incredible film. Visually, it is absolutely. Oh yeah. Right. I thought it was. I thought it, honestly, it was one of the best. If one of, if not the best, visually looking movies. I mean, Thor oh, Ragnarok is up yeah. there for me, but like it was just visually stunning. Um, all right, next one. Here we go. Spider Man: No Way Home. Michael, smash or pass. <laughs> Jonathan, absolutely smash. Yeah, yeah, Jared, pass. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny, Jackie. Smash. It may be the best MCU film ever. Of I don't, I don't know about that, up but there. it's really good. It's up, up there. there. It's up there. Definitely not my favorite, but it's, but uh, it's, it's up. up there. It's definitely. This means it's, it's like definitely top up five. There. Top five, definitely. Top ten. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jackie, smash or pass. Bringing the generations together, super smash. Mm-hmm. That was the that was the best part. It was nice thing. Once again, there. I think that's not. I'm never gonna stop. I'm trying really hard. But once again, that I think what Jackie just said. That's a perfect example of them almost recycling the end game and Infinity War thing and delivering it differently and it being just as exciting. Mm-hmm. Pulling in different Spider-Man from different films, like no, that's never been done. It's gonna yeah. blow your matter yeah, what. It, it, we're, it's a, we're lucky to be alive, we really are. 100%. Um, okay, here we go. This is, where, this is where it's gonna get a little dicey. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Michael, smash or pass? <laughs> that would be a pass. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan? Uh, that's a, a pass. No, it's a smash. <laughs> <laughs> Jared? It's a smash. Michael's a pass, but it's a smash. If Michael just would have said smash, he would have been the talk of the town. But like, you know. just had to be do the typical Michael thing. <laughs> I deserve it. Vibe with I just, us on the I vibe just, with Kai. <laughs> I deserve it. But Jackie, I, I still pass. smash you. It's smash. okay. <laughs> it's, wait, Jackie, it's a, it's a pass for you? Smash. Oh, it's a smash. Okay, yeah, it's a smash for me as I'm well. I'm going to cancel Michael. Michael hates women. Michael hates mental illness. <laughs> oh Michael my God. only wants women to cry. Here we go. Mike, oh, Michael's going to get a chance to redeem himself. Yes. Thor, Love and Thunder, smash or pass. That's a big old smash for me uh, and my, my, my soft heart for the children. Oh, that's the worst scene I've ever seen in my life. It's it's the not the scene with the I, children is the worst scene I have ever seen in the MCU. It's so it's I have I have had to I have had to craft my words very carefully here because I don't want it to sound like I'm talking down to anybody who doesn't have children. Oh, but I, I, I feel yeah, like because I do yeah. have mm-hmm. children, mm-hmm. I yeah. really connected with that whole aspect of it uh, mm-hmm. a lot more oh, than I maybe some that. others. I'm not saying that if you don't have children, you would not understand. I am not saying that, but I'm just saying that for me. That's not what the headline's going to say tomorrow on my blog. Michael, do you know who has? Do you know who has children? Here we go. <laughs> I actually think Wanda may have children, so I don't know. She might, or maybe they were ripped away from her and then put in her dreams for days and days and days. But according to you, that should have been something she processed and then just told everybody it's okay. Wow. It should have been something that maybe she 
processed a little bit a little bit more in a in a more thought out way um wow. and the directors and the writers just really really so, really executed it so poorly so for the headline please put michael wants to determine how women process please make that the name of this thank you i i'll put that in the docket <laughs> yeah, that's the headline on tmz tomorrow <laughs> jonathan thor lover thunder smash or pass uh smash crimps hemsworth passed the film uh, the mm -hmm. film it That's was the film did it have great moments absolutely 100 percent. but just like as a whole there it just i feel like again it's hard to follow up the, one of the greatest movies in the mcu with this kind of superhero love story like the superhero mm -hmm. 90s rom-com almost <laughs> and i feel like that's why it's a pass yeah uh, Jared, smash or pass, they're love and thunder. Okay, so I'm gonna, I wanna, okay, so I think that because we're not doing the numbers, I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna say pass. And it's not because mm -hmm. I don't like the movie. I think there are a few moments in the recent MCUs where we throw characters in and I think that we, we convolute stories. I think it's, mm. I think that we could have had a really good Thor versus Gore kind of thing and I think that we were almost robbed of that because we had Jane and I and I love that aspect of it my issue with it is I think it's they we didn't I just think we could have it, it's like to come in and then to come out I think there's like it, it felt it almost felt like it played into that woke thing where it's like we could have given that character so much more and I think that what we did was almost made it look like we were throwing her in just to appease like a fan base, so I'm I'm gonna give it a pass, which is hard for me because I do like the movie. Right. My like if I was if it was a number, I would have said six, but mm -hmm. I'm gonna give it a pass. Fair enough. Jackie, smash or pass, Thor Love and Thunder. Um oh, I, I wish there was something in the middle, like a soft tap. <laughs> it's hard. This is uh, a soft <laughs> tap. A soft uh, tap. But, but no, it's interesting because uh I would say that if anything fed into the woke uh propaganda it would probably be black widow because they threw in a black luster tack master just mm -hmm. for the benefits of fair. forwarding a really fair really fair story mm -hmm. and it, what there was no point in making her because she wasn't a great woman right there wasn't a point but anyway um mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i, I feel like I'd be, yeah i'd be if anything i'd be closer to pass because i feel like they tried to have a um message to the to the story and I, I genuinely can't remember it just because mm, it was like fair. so yeah and, and just to kind of I don't think that Jane is a bad character I just think she's in the comics which I sound like a gatekeeper she's fully realized and she has long many stories as female Thor so it felt to me like you know bring her back spoiler alert to kill her I think at the end of the movie was for me disappointing because I was like you know why don't we just keep this going right. because it just feels like these idiots that are like oh now thor's a woman it's like <laughs> right. no she she's a real superhero like give her something more than just this quick kind of story to further along chris right. Hemsworth's plot that's right I mean. so so just for the interest of time it's only smash soft tap or pass <laughs> you can't you don't we don't have time to explain your answers friends it's just it's you gotta hard you gotta commit to this hard. prepping for this hours where i'm like there you go. go um and the final of the movies black panther wakanda forever Michael, smash or pass? Smash, smash, soft tap. Big old smash, 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 smash. smash. Mm -hmm. Jonathan? Smash. Smash. Jared? Smash. Mm -hmm. Jackie? 
smash. Yes, it's definitely definitely a smash uh, for me. Um, I, I I mean I will always love the first one and and rest in peace, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, Lord knows we missed you, but I thought that they uh, did a, a a really good job. I'm glad that they did not do like what they did with Fast Fast and Furious, where they like CGI'd Paul Walker like afterwards. I'm and I hope that they don't do that for the next fourteen Fast and Furious movies. Um, all right, TV shows, same thing. It's going to be either smash, soft tap, or pass, right? And you got to commit. We, we, we can't explain our answers. We just got to commit to it. Uh, so first one, uh, we're going to go reverse order this time. WandaVision, Jackie, smash, soft tap, or pass? Smash. smash. Jared? The smashes that you could get. Smash, smash. Smiggity <laughs> smash. Smiggity smash. Jonathan? Till the room stinks, smash. <laughs> and Michael. If only multiverse were like it, smash. <laughs> you know, I it's a, definitely a smash for me. I, I appreciate it more now that all the other TV shows have come out. I appreciate it more. Um, okay, here we go. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Smash, soft tap, or pass, Jackie. Uh, smash. Smash. Mm-hmm. Jared. Soft tap. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jonathan. Soft tap. Soft tap. Michael? Yes. Ooh, interesting. It's oh, a smash so for me. surprising coming from the He-Man Woman Haters Club. I'm so surprised. <laughs> Girl, stop fighting. I can't. Uh, <laughs> I deserve next... this today. This is, this is, this is almost a, this is it's over energy. a year. Yes. This is over a year's worth. This so is pent up energy. Um, mm -hmm. Next one, Loki. Smash, soft tap, or pass. Jackie? Um, smash. Smash. Jared? Smash. Smash. Jonathan? Smash. Michael? Smash. Yeah, it's a smash for me as well. I, that's my, that's up there for me. Uh, okay, what if? Uh, Jackie, smash, soft tap, or pass? Soft tap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jared? Smash. Smash. Okay. Jonathan? Soft tap. Okay. Michael? Soft tap. Mm -hmm. It's a pass for me. I appreciate it, but it's a, it's a pass. That's crazy. You loved it so much when it came I, out. I, I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. I, I yes, but I'm you committed to it. Or you smashed, you passed it. I soft passed it. it. I passed oh, it. Wow. I could do, I could do without it. I could do without oh. it. Uh, next one, Hawkeye. You guys already know, I, I wasn't a fan of this. It's a mega, mega, mega pass for me. <laughs> yeah, I did not like that show at all. I thought it was the one of the worst. It's down there with, uh, Love and Thunder. Uh, Jackie, smash, soft tap or pass? Um, soft tap. Soft tap. Jared? Smash, I loved it. Smash. <laughs> Jonathan? Whiskey Kai, pass. Yeah, yeah. Michael? Smash. Wow. Yeah, just me and Michael really bonded over Hawkeye. We loved it. We loved it. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, here we go. This one's going to be tough because I'm really interested in this. Moon Knight. Jackie, smash, soft tap or uh, pass? I love Moonlight. Uh, smash. Okay. Jared? Soft tap. Mm. It just went sorry. I know we can't talk, but I think it should have been a movie. Should have been a movie. Okay. Soft tap should have been a movie. Should have okay. been a movie. Okay. Jonathan? Well, the paint peels <laughs> from the wall. Smash. <laughs> That's so funny, Michael. Smash. Okay. Loved it. It's a, it's a soft tap for me. It's a soft tap. Um, okay, here we go. I think I know everybody's answers to this one, uh, but Miss Marvel, uh, Jackie. Um, actually, Smash. Smash. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. J 
Jared? Smash, 100%. Smash. Mm-hmm. Jonathan? Big old smash. Mm-hmm. Michael? Smash, smash, smash. Yeah, smash for me as well. Um, okay, this one is going to be really interesting. All right. She-Hulk attorney at law. I think I know how... I think I know how everybody feels, but I know that out there in the world, who boy, this is probably one of the most divisive shows. Uh, out Sound there. off but, on the comments in those yeah. below. <laughs> so, Jackie, I'll start with you. She Hulk attorney at law. Pass. Pass. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jared. Soft tap. Soft tap. Okay. Jonathan. Uh, started as a smash and then ended in a soft tap. Okay. Okay. Michael. There you take my answer, John. Yes, uh, the first six episodes were a smash, and the the last one brought it. Uh, the the last one was a hard pass. So I guess overall, soft tap. I think I'm one of the very few people that like loved that show. I thought it was awesome. I loved the last episode. I loved it. I loved every second of it. I thought that was great. Um, two more, um, and I I I love both of these. But we'll start with Werewolf by Night, um, the the special, um, Jackie. What are your thoughts? Smash. Smash, smash. smash. Yeah, yeah. Jared? Smash. Wanda agreed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jonathan? I will always smash a very gothic uh, type of entity. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Smash. Michael? Pass. No need. Okay. All right. All right. I thought I thought it was, it was, it was surprisingly good for me. Oh, cool. I, so I thought it was cool. cool. I, I went in being like not excited for it. Uh, I don't also don't need to see more of it, but I I enjoyed it. I didn't hate it by any means. So I, I think it's going to be like a soft tap for me. I did I did really enjoy it though. Um, oh well, I mean I'll throw, uh, this one wasn't on the list, but I, I, talking about it just made me think of it. Um, uh, I am Groot. Jackie. Pass. Pass. Mm-hmm. Jared. Pass. Pass. Jonathan. Just this soft tap for my nephew, AJ, because mm. he's obsessed with it. I have so okay. many videos. I'll send them to you. <laughs> Michael? Pass. Pass. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a pass for me. It was cute, but I don't need it. Uh, and then last, certainly not least, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, Jackie. Aw, soft tap. Soft tap. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jared? Soft tap, because of Chris Pratt. <laughs> wait you know what's funny i was in universal studios and i went on the velocicoaster and obviously like chris pratt is like everywhere like on it because like whatever but i found it really funny that like all the like thoughts surrounding chris pratt meanwhile he's in he's like highly featured in like three major uh two major disney rides and one major uh universal ride so velocicoaster at universal you have the guardian Ga- guardians of the galaxy uh um, ride at Disneyland, uh, which was uh, which they rethemed the um, uh, Tower, of Tower, Tower of Terror, and then you have the new Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster in Epcot. Uh, Chris Pratt is everywhere, and I'm pretty sure he'll be featured in the new Mario World at some point as well that they're building at Epic Universe. Um, but anyway, um, uh, who did I leave off with? I think uh, was it Jonathan? Uh, yes. What were we talking about? Uh, the holiday special. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the, uh, pass. Pass? Okay. Michael? It was a smash for me. Smash? Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, what, so about, what about Quantum Mania? That's not oh. Phase 4. It's not Phase 4. We're, uh, we're going to talk about Phase 4, but that, that, that was not Phase 4. That's Phase 4. So, mm-hmm. actually, that's, that, that's 
uh, like brief thoughts on this here. Actually, the literal next question is, how are we feeling about the beginning of phase five, which kicked off with Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania? Uh, I enjoyed Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was perfectly reasonable. I, I don't think it sucked. I feel like I, I saw a lot of like TikTok videos and reels of people like, oh, that movie freaking sucked. I didn't think it sucked at all. Um, I, I understand people's criticism of it. So like some of the criticisms, but I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I thought it was, I enjoyed the time that I had at the theater. Uh, Jonathan, what were your thoughts on Quantumania? Uh, I really liked it. Uh, it. I think that was one of the movies where I ha it took me a little bit of time to get into it because the first, like, I feel like mm. the opening, like, 10 minutes of it, maybe, I was like, okay, when are we going? When are we going? You know, what's happening? And I, I get it. We had to get to the quantum realm. But once you got to the quantum realm and you kind of just gave yourself over to it, mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. I really thought it was a great story. I was interested in the kind of twists and turns. Um, we talked like a little bit separately in the group about like Modoc, and mm. I think that was maybe for the fans the more polarizing experience because his it's vastly drastically different mm -hmm. uh, to what the source material is, and uh, I think that that was maybe kind of the the one moment where it faltered because again I think that with the CG trying to figure out how do you make Modoc work. But right. I think they did the best that they could, and they they made it kind yeah. of you know work with with. The I thought realm I thought Modok was silly, in. but I didn't I didn't hate it as much as some people like did. I laughed when I first saw, when he first took the mask off. I was like, <laughs> but like yeah. I, like I, I got over it really fast. Yeah, um, and I think the the ending of the film is is so good. Like you know, it's I funny, really, I, that's the one thing I did not like. I thought the I, I loved thought the it. ending was. I awkward. thought it was so good mm -hmm. i thought it was well the reason i liked this because it was different you know like mm -hmm. i'm tired of the same thing and yeah is it crazy ants but like right. <laughs> that's that's oh the, the, that's the, the well the, the fight scene the fight scene like the final fight scene i didn't mind i'm talking like like the end of the movie like what was the oh i love spoiler alert you don't make it back mental for... health because when he oh, was walking go. down the street and was like oh my god everything's fine but what if it isn't oh my goodness and he just got lost in existential dread i was like felt that Fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Jared, what were your thoughts on Quantum Mania? Um, I really loved it. I agree with like the Modok stuff. Like, I, I Modok is like a weird character for me. I don't really like him in the comics either. I mm -hmm. think that it's, but I think that he, like, I, I said this kind of in our group chat. He's like basically like the Trump of like the Marvel comics. He's like that kind of like a vibe. And um, so I think it was. I didn't hate it as much as Michael did, but I don't mind mm -hmm. the Modok thing. But it, I felt like it was unnecessary. I think, like, you know, to speak to my earlier point about, like, millennial and millennial-adjacent loving um, nostalgia, Michelle Pfeiffer in a superhero movie for me is, like, I don't, like, that's, like... Like a kind fully of, committed that, Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer, too. Yeah. So, for me, I and I said this to you kind of right after the movie, I, as much as I love them, I don't really think... I would have liked it a little bit more... Yes, Catwoman. I would have liked mm -hmm. it a little bit more if just Janet, Cassie, and... um uh got got scott went to the quantum realm i think yeah, that when the movie we're was going, called ant-man and the wasp and the wasp was in it yeah I'm so sure. i think every time we went to hank and hope i was like okay so like contractually we have to see these people in the movie yeah. i'm like but i want to know about kang and janet like that's yeah. what i want to see yeah. i want to know how that happens michael what were your thoughts on quantum mania i uh i thought the the good parts were really good and i thought mm. the bad parts were really bad okay um, what was I cannot, the bad part I, for for, Darren, <laughs> for for that for 57 times i hate darren <laughs> you know, i just 
I, I, you know, you said, you said it yourself. You laughed the first time. Sure. I, did. I mm-hmm. chuckled the first time too. And then the 57th time I was, my eyes had rolled back to my, into my skull so far <laughs> that I, you know, couldn't handle it anymore. But I, I thought, I thought that it, it really felt immersive. I thought to Jonathan's point, the, the world, the quantum realm was really immersive and really beautiful. And, and I loved spending the entire film there. And I loved seeing I loved seeing Michelle Pfeiffer focused. I loved mm-hmm. uh, seeing uh, kind of uh, Michael Douglas kind of fade into the background a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that that part was great to me as well. Right, Jackie. What were your thoughts, Quantumania? Um, I really liked it. Um, I feel like, and I feel like they will, but I feel like there needs to be more. Um, because we've all seen the. I'm all powerful. I don't want to do this, but if I don't do this, something worse yeah. will happen. We've already seen that before. So, so for this final section here, uh, what I want to do, there's some various just small pieces of MCU news that I'm going to throw out there. And you're just going to tell me whether you care or whether you don't care, like whether it's, you think it's important to like whatever in your life and your thoughts on the MCU or whether it's just like, yeah, sure. Whatever kind of thing. Um, so we'll go around again, Michael, I'll start with you. Um, Lawrence Fishburne recently announced uh, that he will be returning as his character from Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, in, in uh, season two episode of what if do you care? No, <laughs> Jonathan, do you care? No. Pop off there. <laughs> Jared, I do you care. care? Yeah, I care. I love Lawrence Fishburne, so yeah. I care. I care. Yeah. yeah. Jackie, do you care? I, I forgot who he played. He was the father of ghosts. I think he was the father. That was the father, right? Yeah, he was ghosts' father. Oh, he's the father. Okay, well, that shows how much I care. <laughs> <laughs> ghosts is I the word. I hate ghosts. My <laughs> least favorite cards are ever in MCU. Um, next, next thing, a new report revealed that Marvel Studios is cutting down on how many Disney Plus shows it will be, be debuting on its service in 2023. Marvel Studios and, uh, and release dates have not gotten along recently. Just the other day, Disney Plus removed all of the release date windows for the MCU's Phase 5 projects from the service. Additionally, the Marvels was pushed back four months to November, and What If is officially delayed, potentially back to 2024. Sadly, it seems like these delays are not going to ease up anytime soon. A new report from Variety revealed that several upcoming Marvel Studios Disney Plus series are delayed. That includes uh, Sam Jackson in uh, Secret Invasion, uh, uh, Echo, uh, which is a spinoff from uh, Hawkeye. Uh, Then you have uh, Loki season two, which was supposed to debut uh, in summer 2023, and it's now it's looking like it's going to be fall of 2023 instead. Um, Ironheart is another one that was delayed. Uh, Agatha Covenant Chaos uh, will most likely um, get pushed to 2024, um, possibly even 2025, they say. Um, then you have X-Men 97, which was announced at uh, San Diego Comic-Con 2022, and now that might be uh, pushed back uh, till 2024. What if season two uh, is... 2024 potential first quarter of 2024 that's a lot of delays uh but you know we were talking a lot about how uh, i think marvel realized that maybe they were just throwing too much uh at one time so jackie i'll start with you do you care do you not care um i'm actually pretty okay with it i feel like i'm so um desensitized to delays at Mm. this point um Mm -hmm. that it just feels like that's just a part of the game at this point yeah yeah jared yeah, I don't, I, I care about it, but I like mm-hmm. don't care about the delays. I wish these big studios would just announce projects, not release dates, because I think mm. that it, it puts like such a negative connotation. Like 
I wouldn't give a, a hoot if the Marvels came out later if I didn't know when it was supposed to come out. You know what I mean? Right, Just stop right. saying when they're coming out, and then I don't right. think it'll Right, Jonathan. Um, I I don't think I care as much. I the one thing I maybe do care about is if they're worried about the content. I think that they need to lean in more to what they did with Werewolf by Night mm. and kind of focus on special presentations mm-hmm. instead of long form series because it's easier to make an hour film or an hour and a half film. I'd be fine with them making a ninety minute film and throwing yes. it on Disney Plus than making an eight hour TV series, a mm-hmm. five hour TV series. Because you can get a lot done in ninety mediocre, minutes. You, know? you can get a yeah. lot done in ninety minutes. Like I think the guardians of the galaxy a holiday special proved that like you can get you can get a, a decent story passed along in 90 minutes and if not like 10 episodes maybe like two two or three you know two or three episodes that are maybe 60 minutes in length and call it a day though with daredevil i think they're doing like 18 they're 18 doing like 30 episodes excited about like i'm okay but and i think that's like a that's a good point the guardians thing though just because i think like what i think wandavision was so kind of new but like it felt, I don't think they're going to do a season two. I don't mind if they do quick four or five episodes of just, hey, let's tell you about like this scenario. So when we pull this rando into the movie, you just like know who they right. are. So it's right, like, let's, right. I don't mind that. Right, right. I think WandaVision is going to have a sequel, but it's not going to be called WandaVision. It's going to be the Vision Quest series. Because yeah. WandaVision is kind of taken cues from a story where Vision had his own pristine life with his wife and his like robot kids and like uh, in the co- like so like yeah. they kind of took from that so i'm like they'll that'll be the season two of wandavision vision will be out there doing the exact same nonsense and it's up mm-hmm. to insert superhero here to help right. him or bring him out into the fold or whatever right michael do the delays do you care about the delays at all um, it just goes back to what I was saying to you before about I think they're being a lot more careful about the qu- about the quality of the work because there's so mm-hmm. much. I really initially thought that the Disney Plus series were going to be, to your point, you know, like two, three, four episodes, limited series, and that was going to be it. I didn't think there were going to be season twos and multiple multiple seasons of anything. Yeah. I thought that was it was just going to be more of like a self-contained limited series that they put on Disney Plus just because they had Disney Plus, mm-hmm. just because they had it there for them to use. Yeah. Um, so so that that's what I thought initially. I'm happy with them taking more time so that they can they can think about it more and prepare for it more and be a little bit more careful yeah. with it. Um, and um, and like I said, I, I I I'm okay with it. I trust it. And Jared made a fantastic point about just don't tell us when the release dates mm-hmm. are going to be. Just you know, just tell us that it's coming, but don't tell us when. Right. Because right. it sets people up. It's like the expectation thing, and I think yeah. like it's just one of those things where like these series are really great but we now have had so many of them that we are all even just this friend group like i said earlier it's like we see something like eternals or moon Knight, and it's like we're spoiled because i'm like why did i watch a two-hour movie and i still have questions that could have been a series why did i watch one story in a series that could have been really condensed into a movie it's like Mm -hmm. it's kind of just keep it clean and i think that they're i think that they are going to go that route because i think i think um what was that? What was that TV series that Don Cheadle uh, was doing as uh, um, Machine Armor, uh, Wars. Armor. Uh, I, Armor Wars? Yeah, which was supposed to be a TV series, which they're now yeah. making into a, a movie instead. I so love like, that. like I, I'm, I'm, I think that if, if from what reports were saying, Kevin Feige kind of like stepped. One of the reasons that the quality was down just a little bit uh, was because Kevin Feige stepped away to focus on other. Like he was still there. He was still our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. But he's like stepped away for like a little bit hands-off approach um while other people were working on it so he can go focus on a star wars movie which is not happening anymore 
Um, and now he's back in the hold being like, okay, guys, let's get our shit together. Because Didn't they fire someone? Didn't yeah, they so that was actually the next thing. I was, I, I was hoping yes. you were going to talk about yeah, this. Yeah, so uh, let's let's talk about that now. So a, Mar uh, a former, she was one of the presidents at Marvel Studios, Victoria Alonzo, uh, was, uh, was fired by Disney. Uh, after Victoria Alonzo, one of MCU's top creatives, vacated her position at Marvel Studios, new details were revealed about what actually happened between her and Disney. It's no secret that Marvel Studios has had some struggles at the start of 2023, and in the Wasp Quantumania opened to less than desirable results at the box office uh, and a number of delays on Disney+. Plus. Uh, some of that came to head recent, in recent days as a top Marvel Studios executive, Victoria Alonso, left her position with the studio, ending a 17-year run alongside MCU's top brass. Um, and uh, it says uh, Variety shared new information about her shocking exit from Marvel, noting that she was fired from her position as Marvel Studios president of physical and post-production visual effects and animation production. And I find that very interesting because there were other reports stating about the working conditions of the visual artists yep. on MCU movies. Um, do we care, Jonathan or, or uh, Michael, since you brought it up, uh, what, are, what are your thoughts? I'm glad we're talking about it. I, I I do care because I think it 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 was very telling. The mm -hmm. the timing of it all was very telling. So I I I can only imagine that um, it's either some elaborate PR scheme, mm -hmm. you know, because for them to basically place blame on this on this woman for the woes of the visuals and the and the negativity that's She's surrounding. An easy right. Yeah, mm -hmm. Exactly. So mm -hmm. it's either that. Or there is some truth to it and there is some validity to it and they're trying to maybe make amends for it. I personally believe it's the former. I think that there might, I think that this this woman, you know, Victoria Alonso, who kind of came up through the ranks of the mm -hmm. MCU. I She's think been she part was of like since some, Iron Man, the first Iron Man. She was that's like, right. And, and I think she was, I think she was some random, you know, assistant producer, and then she worked mm -hmm. her way up all the way to V to the VP ranks. I think that she, unfortunately she was just being painted as, you know, this, this, I don't want to say villain, but this, mm -hmm. you know, this person who is, was, the, was for some, in some way to blame for the shortcomings of the visual effects and the, and then the negativity surrounding mm -hmm. a lot of what uh, had been talked about, especially in phase four. Right. So right. And they're also blaming it to that. on, on like, I guess she had a recently, uh, she had, produced i think another movie that won an academy award that she i don't remember yeah. what movie it was but she i think she won an oscar um yes. and apparently what, what disney is saying i don't like obviously we don't know the truth behind any of it but what the reports are saying is that she never asked permission from disney to go work with another studio on this and she's like wait what <laughs> you I, know i heard i'd heard that as i'd yeah. heard that as well and I can't imagine that that's just Disney being butthurt about her going to do, you know, focus her attention somewhere else, but yeah, you never yeah. know. Yeah, it just, it, it stinks that that's what it's come to. Does anybody else care about, uh, about this or want to say anything about it? Yeah, I care. I mean, I think mm -hmm. it's like always like, it's always a little jarring when like a woman that that's high in power is like fired. Cause you're kind of like, mm -hmm. you know, but I do think that like, if we're removing kind of that aspect of it. And if I think the con most consistent legitimate complaint in the most recent projects has been like shitty visual effects and mm -hmm. i think sorry for cursing and i think that like um you know it sucks if you're in charge of that i'm i'm sure that like perhaps that like maybe it wasn't exactly her fault mm -hmm. if it's a legitimate kind of 
layoff or firing, but I do think that like when uh, it was a consistent complaint and multiple mm-hmm. projects that, I mean, I immediately thought of you, Kyrus, from like that moment that you hate in Thor. And it's like, so for me, I think that it, I just hope, A, this is selfish, but I hope they put another woman in that position. Yes. And B, yes. I hope that um, if it was a legitimate reason, and she is Hispanic too. I think she's Hispanic. Uh, yeah, sure. I didn't yeah. want to assume, but the, mm-hmm. my thing is like, um, if it is a legitimate reason for letting her go, whoever you replace her with better knock it out of the park because I don't yes. want you to then blame it again on something else. They've talked about the working conditions. They've talked about the dates. So mm-hmm. if you're letting this uh, assumedly Hispanic woman who's in a massive position of power go, it mm-hmm. better be because she wasn't doing her job yes. and not because mm-hmm. you're blaming her for your lack of a work life absolutely of good working conditions absolutely uh allison little i see that you sent some stars thank you so much for the stars i, I, I don't know if you guys remember we are live on on facebook so people have been <laughs> chiming in and watching oh, thanks, allison. Uh, thank so you. allison little thank you so much for uh for uh sending the 500 stars i appreciate it um so of course we're ending this discussion with james gunn <laughs> of course uh because like i find i find this so interesting that he is uh, James Gunn is now the head of uh, Michael's favorite, the DC uh, universe, <laughs> right? But he also still has a movie coming out this summer, a major movie that's, uh, uh, I'm going to assume, ending the Guardian, at least this iteration of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, that So he's pr- pretty much promoting two different things with two different studios right now. Uh, they did just release, I think it was yesterday, that... Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will be two and a half hours long, which is the longest of the franchise uh, as well. Um, So I'm just, all I'm going to do is I'm just going to throw out the name James Gunn. (laughs) I just want to know your thoughts, Jared. I'll start with you. James Gunn, go. (laughs) I've said this before, and maybe I can articulate it quickly. I was very turned off with the whole Guardians of the Galaxy 3 thing. I felt like I think that they're all great performers. I felt like the Guardians of the Galaxy was this cool kind of niche thing that they were like bringing out. And then when like, you know, he was held accountable for things, regardless of your opinion of that, I thought that the whole kind of like hullabaloo around it was weird. I thought that they all made really weird statements. It was, it was weird to me. I'm like, you guys are not doing Casablanca. This is the (laughs) Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, please stop. Like these characters are bigger than you. And I think that um, I, I like DC more than, than others, but I think that for me, um, I feel betrayed by them. So like, I don't care if James Gunn is gonna take it over and start mm-hmm. all these new stories because they've, the precedent that they've sent is that if that set is, if that doesn't work out, they're gonna trash it. So mm-hmm. why should I get attached to any storyline or any character or any head of studio because they've not earned any fans loyalty that they're gonna continue anything, Snyderverse mm-hmm. prime example, so. Mm-hmm. Look at that, pop off, pop off. <laughs> I love it. Jackie, James Gunn. You're on mute, Jack. No, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, from like a artistic perspective, um, I look at James Gunn's portfolio, right? So like he has done not only Guardians of the Galaxy, as of recently, it looks relatively the same. Like he has like a comedic look to it. And then there's like also these like this old rock music in the background. Mm. But we also have Brightburn. We also have Scooby-Doo way back in the day. Oh my God, Brightburn. That's so good. I forgot about Brightburn. Yeah, we have Brightburn. Um, We also have the Balco Experiment, which I am a... Me and oh, my wow. fiance are huge. Um, That's a James fans. Gunn movie. 
Yeah, he it's in oh. his um movies oh, wow. and um that. TV shows is the Belco experiment, oh, um Scooby Doo. So he does have the ooh, 13 ghosts. Is on oh, I love on 13 Ghosts. So what I'm more so interested in is one, his portfolio and how can he make this better? Because nobody wants, I'm sorry, nobody wants that job. Nobody wants to be ahead of DCEU. I want it to win. And, you know, especially like his project that he announced on Green Lantern. Um, that's really yeah. exciting. Or Themyscira. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I just... You know, I want to see it done well. And mm-hmm. I, you know, prayers to him. That's what I will say. <laughs> he has a tough job. Definitely has a tough job. Jonathan, James Gunn. Um, James Gunn, I know you're watching this. Come here. <laughs> I need you to listen to me. <laughs> Come okay. here, baby. Come here, baby. If you give us another backstory on Superman and give us the opening scene where Bruce Wayne's parents get shot again, yeah, kill me. I am going to vehemently throw myself off of the wherever you are building. I'm <laughs> going to make sure that the lawyers come. I'm going to make sure they shut it down because I'm annoyed. I don't want to see it. All right. We know. Make us a world where they already exist. We know they exist. Bring new people into it. Bring new characters into it. We don't need a Batman movie yet. We don't want, I don't think we want a Batman movie. We have five of them coming yes. out in the next year. My fiance will a... be so hurt by that, but I agree. <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, first of all, we already know I'm going to do it. Here we I, go. Here we go. I live, I live for Batman. He yes. is one of my favorite characters and the Joker. I'm so here for them. But my God, there's so many. There's so many. Yes. And I'm sorry, the DCE, the DC, like, like DC Comics is just as vast and just as multi layered as Marvel Comics. There's so much to work with, but yet mm-hmm. we insist on doing the same characters. So I'm here for having them, but like, can we please like highlight other people? Can they be side characters? <laughs> I, yeah. It's a weird, not yeah. a weird talk, but can Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman and all the people we know, can they be side characters? Right. Can that's they be sidekicks and can we have like, something new? The extra stuff, I think that's a really good point because it's like, they've so focused on that core kind of Justice yeah. League group for, for like 40 years. Like, it's like, we've is. gotten a million, it's Batman, Superman. So it's like, that's why when they announced something like Guardians of the Galaxy at first, mm-hmm. me and Jackie are excited or, or Jonathan or and other people are like, oh, what's that? Those yeah, projects yeah. that Michael, you're probably projects, the same way. You're like, Guardians oh, of the sorry. what? <laughs> but like when John, when they announced all those DC projects, everyone's like, what are they talking about? Because yeah. we've never been fed anything. But like Jonathan said, Batman, Batman and, and Superman and everything and, we know right. already. Yeah, I mean, even a- even you can even going back to to Iron Man, like like Iron Man, like he wasn't like before the movie. It's not like he was like the most. I remember watching a, a preview name. for Iron Man. I'm like I'm like, what the heck is Iron? Like, yeah, is and it's this? like it would be if everything in the MCU was like about Wolverine and right. like and, and like those big characters that people know. And it's mm-hmm. like, but Marvel's done a good job of expanding on that. Like. Yeah. There's so many projects like the Mascara is great. I think the Green Lantern stuff is cool, but I agree with all of you where it's like, mm, but like, yeah. let's move away from those people because yeah. I don't know who's playing them. There's 38 right. Supermen at the same time. Batman, right, right. It's, it's too much. I will say, I will say, I think Henry Cavill is the best Superman of all. The best. I, I will, the best. I will, I, will, I will die on that hill. We didn't Mike, get Michael B. Jordan as Superman. I know that would have that, that would have been know. great. That would have we'll been great. Yeah, that would have been great. Um, James Gunn, of, you're speaking doing of great, Michael, baby. speaking of Michael, the biggest DC fan here. I want to make sure I end <laughs> this conversation with you. James Gunn's taking over the MC or the the DCEU. Are you excited? 
on a scale of zero, zero to 10, zero being super excited, 10 being mega, mega excited, how excited are you for, for James Gunn in the DC universe? <laughs> I was so excited for what he was gonna say. I was like, oh, what he gonna say? Is he still, is he still married to um, Jenna Fisher? Is he still married to Pam? They're married? They're not anymore. They're not anymore. I didn't anymore. know that. I, no, uh, I know they were married at one point. Um, that's a that's a shame. Um, <laughs> Slither. I don't know why you haven't mentioned Slither, Jackie, but oh, that is the best James Gunn movie. I love that movie. He actually has like quite the portfolio. I feel mm -hmm. like people yeah. have only started looking at him now. Yeah. No. I'm glad I, you said I, the I, list though, Jackie, because I was like, oh, I like a lot of those movies. I was like, oh yeah. wow. I do I've think always he's loved. Talented. I've always Slither. Slither was like my favorite James Gunn movie. I mm -hmm. um, I, I don't I don't. To be serious, I say I say the stuff that I say about the DCE all the time. Um, they have bigger, they have bigger characters, more mainstream characters than Marvel does, mm -hmm. and I don't understand why there's so much why we why we're regurgitate, regurgitating to John's point about you know Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman over and over and over again, and that's okay. But yet everybody rolls their eyes about oh, there's going to be more X Men. Oh, there's you know they're they're going to be re rebooting X Men. They're going to be re you know. I just don't understand where that. And like we don't finish that, these stories. Like, I will yeah, say that I roll my eyes on all of it. I'm an equal, equal opportunity. Yeah, equal opportunity. There shouldn't That's be good. another Batman in my lifetime. There shouldn't be another Spider-Man. Uh, exactly. Y'all, I'm on record by saying this, but by, by saying that, by the way, I, I've said multiple times, I'm I'm good with Spider-Man. I don't like. I don't need any more Spider-Man. Yeah. I don't need I, another. I, I don't. Jared hates. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't need any more X Men, X -Men, X -Men, X -Men. in my life. No, I, I, don't. I, I would just. Oh, we're not. I. I promised myself we wouldn't talk about X Men, but I would love <laughs> to see Tom Holland Spider Man grow up into like an adult Peter Parker. Let's just stick with what we have. We don't. Have I, to, I'm like, fine as long as they don't reboot it. As I long agree. as they don't reboot I'm it. On, I'm 100 same page. I think like, it's confusing. I think yes, it's too confusing. Like just Tom, Tom, Tom. If Tom Holland is the Spider-Man of my lifetime, then Tom Holland yeah. is. Then I'm, I'm cool and with that. I just don't like, want to reboot unless it's my, Miles Morales. And to no. speak to your point, that Kyra's, you and I have always had conversations about the fan base versus the general public, yes. and it's like think mm -hmm. about the general public. Like, who is Batman? Who is mm -hmm. Spider-Man? Charlie and I were just looking at photos of of um of Lady Gaga in the new- um, Oh, Joker. Joker. And Charlie's like, I thought Margot Robbie was, and it's mm -hmm. like that, you know what I mean? It's like, even people that are in tune yes. are like, what are we doing? Yes. I don't know. It's it a lot. It's yes. a lot, yes. And uh, but and to, to answer your question, Michael, like what's, what's the, the biggest difference between DC and Marvel, in my opinion, has been patience. I think that Marvel, has does a really has done a really good job at staying patient and building up characters even to, like even though we can like some of us some uh, like me included will complain sometimes about like what they're doing right now and like just taking the time and like slow build but like that's that like to their credit like it's going to now be exciting when we see some of these characters that come together like what, what i'm waiting for the day that we see like you know um Ironheart have a have a conversation with Tom Holland Spider-Man like like talk about like 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 little things like that I think it's going to be super exciting um but like DCEU tried to throw like eight million characters at us in one movie <laughs> and just be like accept it you know so um so with that being said my friends thank you like thank you thank you thank you so yeah! much for for like sitting in and chatting like it's been far 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 too long that uh of we gotta do it quarterly at least yeah, at yeah. Least i was well, i was gonna say like at least if not bi-monthly like quarterly like some something like that or at least after every major 
maybe like movie like comic book movie um I, like i'm a star wars fan so like i would love to talk star wars with any other star wars fans as well Whoa. um I, I think mandalorian is is just so good uh, what about that jar jar binks retribution I, what wait, about that jar i jar love as soon as i saw his face because i i knew that not people, me sobbing i know i knew that people because i already saw a bunch of TikToks, but like why are they going to get this unknown jedi blah blah i'm like wow. do y'all know who that man is that's, Character aside, do you know good, who that actor is? That is such good filmmaking. That is so, so good. I was so happy like, to see him. It's yes. such a heartwarming, like we said, that nostalgia thing. My so heart jumps. I was me like, too. yes. Me too. Loved it. I loved it. But anyway. And he looks uh, great. Yes. Yes. And to have him in such a, like, and this is spoiler alert, but to have him in such a very important role of like saving uh, one of the most uh, important characters in Star Wars lore right now. He's responsible. Such retribution. Such retribution. Yes, such retribution. Absolutely. Uh, with that said, uh, thank you guys for, for hanging out with me and spending your day with me. It's been way too long. So like, let's let's plan the next one because we talk every day anyway. So uh, thank you. Literally. Michael. I know like every, every single day. Uh, thank you, Michael, Jared, Jonathan, Jackie for joining me today. Uh, if you're watching or you're listening to this episode, uh, please be sure to subscribe uh, or, or follow for more stuff like this. I, I talk a lot of mental health stuff, but like I get to nerd out about stuff like this all the time. So if you're into like nerding out with me, then come join us. Um, and you can subscribe to me on the Patreon Patreon, $1 a month, especially if you're into having uh, conversations like this, simply kick uh, the link in the description and subscribe to the Vibe Cloud Patreon, only $1 a month, and you get exclusive access to interviews that I do with mental health professionals and popular influencers from around the world, plus sneak peek behind the scenes at my life. I post stuff that about me that you won't see anywhere else, so subscribe today. To my panel, thank you again for hanging out with me. To everybody at home, thank you for watching, thank you for listening. I will catch you next time. As always, Vibers. Much love, good vibes, and I'll see y'all later. Bye. See ya.